0: Hello, and welcome to the Infinite Escape Room, the puzzling podcast where a group of geographically diverse chums meet up, have a drink, and work together to solve a homemade escape room of the ears. I'm Mike, I'm drinking a Tiny Rebel Pineapple Express IPA, uh,
1: which is... That's a good sound.
0: Mm. Oh, it's a good taste as well. Oh, it's still pineapply and delicious. And one of the nicest beers I've ever had. And joining me today, we have the
1: Welsh contingent. I'm Jamie, and I'm drinking a Clogwyn Gold from the Conwy Brewery. Ooh,
2: that's a cracking name.
1: I recently Googled it, and Clogwyn is Welsh for Cliff.
2: Hmm. <laughs> is this? <laughs> I'm Alid, and I'm drinking a pint of Ribena, because why not?
0: What's Ribena in Welsh?
3: probably still Ribina, but you should replace some of the um, vowels with another letter.
2: I think you've just got to put an emphasis on the A. Ribina.
1: And you roll the R at the start. <laughs> Ribena. <laughs>
3: Do you take the E out and put a W in?
1: Rubina. <laughs> Rubina. That's where it's brewed. That's where it's brewed. <laughs> That's place, isn't
3: it? <laughs> okay, I'm Laura, and I'm drinking a Tiny Rebel Cali Pale
0: so, what is the Infinite Escape Room? Well, it's an escape room, but stretching across all known themes, retail parks, and dimensions. Every room in the Infinite Escape Room links into the next in one big, never ending escape experience adventure. One of us will present part of the Infinite Escape Room, and today, c'est moi, while the others try and solve it. And if we don't escape within 30 minutes, then we'll lose, and rubbish stuff will happen to us. And if we break anything, we will lose our deposit, which this week. Jamie, what's our deposit? Our front teeth. Oh, okay.
1: We need those. Wow. How will I whistle? With great difficulty. So let's make sure we don't lose the deposit. So are we ready, folks? Mm -hmm. Let's do it. Then let's return
0: to the Infinite Escape Room. Last time on the Infinite Escape Room, everyone was dying of smoke inhalation. Thanks for that cheery ending, John. Your ears pop, your eyes flutter, and consciousness starts to ebb away. And then cough, splutter, belch. You awake to find yourself strapped to a giant gurney, (laughs) your lungs filling with olive-oily air. Pucker! exclaims the puckered face above you. You cough out a sprout. My god, you've been given CPR by that cockney rascal Jamie Oliver. (laughs) My pal Eston's gonna be so pleased with me. Pucker! He burbles, wheeling you through a stainless steel corridor into a giant kitchen with an enormous metal box in the middle. He wheels you towards it. Before you, a large door, centred with opaque glass, flips downwards. It hinges in the ground, and you are wheeled inside. Jamie retreats, and the door flips back up behind you with a resounding clang. A face presses against the opposite side of the glass. It looks like a thumb with a face drawn on it. (laughs) You'll be my most wondrous creation yet, or my name's not Heston fucking Blumenthal. That sounded a bit more like, um... Who's that comedian who was on Taskmaster and now has that podcast, The Eating Podcast?
3: Oh, James Acaster.
0: Acaster, James Acaster, yeah. He's, got, he's <laughs> yes. got that weird thing with his speech, hasn't he? <laughs> you turn away from the cackling baldy to survey your surroundings. You appear to be in a small room with blackened metal walls and all of the shiny trappings of a celebrity kitchen. Above you is a large heating element which starts to glow. That's right, I'm cooking Gordon Ramsay's kitchen in a kitchen. I'm the Willy Wonku of cookery, well, or my name's not Heston fucking Blumenthal. <laughs> you see the gibbering Baldo fiddle with controls on the opposite side of what you now realise is a giant oven door. A large fan starts whirring, and the room gets a little warmer. Looks like you've got 30 minutes before the oven gets up to temperature, and you become the latest in a line of fantastical dishes prepared by the celebrity Wunderchef. Your time starts now. What would you like to do? Uh,
1: Just want to put it out there that when we get out, can I get first dibs on beating Jamie Oliver with a baguette for making me wait 20 years for Twizzlers? (laughs) (laughs) If you're cool with that, then... I'm
3: cool with that.
1: Yeah, cool with that. I I hate Jamie Oliver as well. But But you hate him
3: because you had a dream and he was a dick.
0: Yeah, but still. I don't
1: think think that was a dream. (laughs) He's such... Oh, man.
0: It's the fact he's like, oh, health food, and then puts like 30 pints of olive oil in everything.
1: And then puts it's on a bottle. It's from Italy. It must be good.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, he's a bit of a porker these days, isn't he?
1: In lockdown, and yeah. he has this. Yeah. He had the nerve to say Twizzlers were bad for you. Never forgive him. <laughs> I've never eaten one in my life. No, well, me neither. You're in luck because they're back.
3: There's two right. types now as well, isn't there?
1: As of about four days ago. Uh, this episode not sponsored by Bernard Matthews.
2: <laughs> I can't find Bernard Matthews turkey drummers anywhere. What's going on? I blame Jamie Oliver. Wait, it wait, the, t- the, the timer is going, isn't it? Yep. It
1: is. <laughs> oh shit, okay, cool. We're supposed to escape from this thing. This'll be one for the, the Patreon.
2: <laughs>
1: uh, um, what do we see around us?
0: Looking around, you can see Gordon Ramsay's kitchen, which is inside Heston Blumenthal's giant oven. You see Gordon Ramsay's sideboards, Gordon Ramsay's cutlery drawer, Gordon Ramsay's magic oven, Gordon Ramsay's draining board, and of course the great big oven that's surrounding you. Can we reach the ceiling or the top of the oven? You cannot, and I wouldn't advise it because there's a big heating element up there. Well, I was just wondering room. whether we could unplug the heating element. It's, it's an excellent thought, but I'm afraid you cannot reach it.
2: Darn it.
1: How about we go to the cutlery drawer, get some weapons?
2: Yeah.
0: Sure, you you mm-hmm. trot over to the cutlery drawer. Um, Opening it, you can see that it contains a smattering of knives, forks and spoons. Uh, there's something off with them, but you can't really work out what it is.
1: Um, Can I have a little rummage around in the the drawer to see if there's anything unusual or hidden underneath?
0: Sure thing. Rummaging around, you don't find anything hidden beneath, beneath, but they feel a bit weird on your hand. In fact, you hear a strange bouncy sound. My God, they're not metal. They're just painted to look like metal. They're actually made of rubber. Really bendy rubber, at that. This must be so that when Gordon hurls them at people, he doesn't kill anyone. (laughs) Unlike a goat that he controversially killed in real life, fact. Was
3: it a goat or was it a pig?
0: No, He killed a goat. Just shot a goat. Oh wow! What the hell? It was. Um. It was David Cameron with the pig, and I think it was Heston Blumenthal with the goat.
3: I thought he slaughtered a pig.
0: Okay, I'm pretty sure it was a goat, but
2: I'll, I'll fact check after the episode. <laughs> um, you said we got a draining board. Does that mean we've got a sink? Um, I suppose there is. Yes. <laughs> Is there a working tap on the sink? Nah, it's a stage tap.
0: Uh,
3: is there anything on the draining board?
0: Sure thing. So um, take a look at the draining board. It's empty apart from a single plate, which is probably just there for the cameras. Um, but what's this? Someone has put Gordon's little black book of anger in the rack as well. Whoopsie doodles. It looks like they're in for the chopper. he spots it.
1: Can we take a little flick through the, uh, the pages?
0: Sure thing. Uh, it's a, a list of creative insults for people he meets while doing telly. Uh, he's circled a particularly inventive one that uh, should get past the watershed. Fork you! Uh, there's also a whole section dedicated to the time that he put someone's head in two bits of bread and got them to call themselves an idiot sandwich. I
2: fact. was hoping that was in there. I'm so happy that's in there. Is <laughs> also... We can't swear on this, can we? Uh, oh, we, we do a uh, lot. <laughs> it's forking raw! <laughs> you idiot! I had so
0: much Beautiful. fun researching this. He's, he's, he's such a dickhead! I, I know he's a dickhead, but when you like look into it, you're like, man...
2: It's an angry man. You do wonder how much is for the cameras.
3: He's mm. really nice on the kids' version, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Could you imagine
1: him just screaming at a bunch of eight-year-olds? I would pay it. I would watch that show if he wasn't. Look, you
2: <laughs> fucking donkey. <laughs> there was kids involved. It's you forking donkey. <laughs> Can we take a look at the oven that's
1: within the oven?
0: Sure thing. Uh you take a look at um. Um, Gordon's celebrity oven Um, It's a pretty fucking fancy oven Uh, But then here's a fancy lad Uh, It's all shiny and metal uh, And has one of those fancy doors that slides down And then goes under, like on the bake-off It's got a big digital temperature gauge That goes from 0 to 200 degrees C And it's got a couple of settings Oven, microwave and pressure cooker Next to the oven is a little laminated Piece of paper entitled Recipe
1: What's on the recipe?
0: It reads, uh, there's a title which is Sorry, uh, read the recipe and then underneath there's a title Haiku Chicken, serves four and The recipe itself is First, debone, chicken Add time, ponder existence Cook at poem
2: beat Poem beat
3: What's the rhythm for a haiku? I can never remember
2: 575
3: The oven doesn't go that high so it's, that's not the oven temperature
2: <laughs> Unless it's in Fahrenheit I suppose it's Celsius
3: mm. Might be
0: a knowledge of Fahrenheit to Celsius conversion is not required for this puzzle.
1: Okay, oh, thank God, because it's a stupid measurement. <laughs> Water freezes at thirty-two. What? <laughs> <laughs> Can I have the the recipe once more?
0: Sure thing. Haiku chicken serves four. First, debone chicken. Add time. Ponder existence. Cooked poem beat.
1: How is time spelled?
0: Um, like the herb.
1: Is there anything inside that, oven?
0: Uh Yeah, open it up and no. Just a little, you know, standard wire rack to stop things from sticking to the bottom.
2: So that is a haiku, but... Hmm. We'll get there. Um, we will. We best do. Our timer's ticking. 20 minutes to go.
1: What? Okay, cool. Um, um, right, I, only, I, I wrote initials for all these different locations and I can't remember what these initials mean. So what was the fourth location? <laughs>
0: Um, that there's one location that you've not visited thus far.
1: Yeah, the, the uh, something something. Uh, the sideboard. <laughs> the sideboard. Gordon's sideboard. Is there anything Can on it? Can you look around that? Oh, sure, sure, sure. yeah, absolutely. There you go and you take a
0: look at uh, Gordon Ramsay's um, celebrity sideboard. It's a big silver professional chefy preppy table and it's filled with all the things a professional chefy prep would need to do TV chef work. Uh, there's a rack of herbs, an invoice um, and a bread bin.
3: What's the invoice
0: for? Uh, Underneath the sideboard is a small celebrity fridge. Uh, The invoice is uh, supposed to be a genuine invoice, uh, and it's for a boil-in-the-bag frozen cockle van with a 500% markup. He got caught by the Daily Mail uh, doing this back in 2009 in his restaurants. Fact. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Someone has scribbled, not my fault, cooking under pressure gets me five times as hot under the collar
2: uh, on it.
1: Pressure cooker, cooking under pressure.
2: Yeah. so we need to ch- chuck the cocoa van in the oven on the pressure cooker setting
1: and then we take the, the 575 is the beat of the poem and divide that by 5 yeah
2: why do we divide by 5,
3: it says five uh, cooking pressure is 5 times the
2: oh of course
1: oh maths my old nemesis <laughs>
2: phone calculator where are you
3: <laughs> computer calculator where are you 115 excellent I'm just going to check my mask because sometimes I'm wrong.
2: No, it looks good.
3: Yeah?
2: Yep.
1: Sweet. Okay, cool. So we got our number. Um. Now we just got to find a chicken. It, in
3: the um, fridge. It was in the fridge.
0: Okay, so the fridge contains a whole chicken, some onions and a Twix. <laughs>
1: <sighs> oh, can we eat the Twix without damaging the deposit?
2: Well, yes. Well, I'm already opening it, so. <laughs> oh, cool. So who's eating the Twix? <laughs> can we
1: just break it into three and be generous?
0: Okay, so um, you nearly break your wrist trying to break the Twix into three. because oh, it's frozen. Um, it's very, very hard. In fact, de-wrapping it, um, you realise that some jokers actually replace the delicious chocolatey, biscuity, caramelly thing inside uh, with a screwdriver. What? Yeah, uh, if you tried to bite into it, you would have potentially lost your deposit. You might have broken your teeth.
3: i just hang on to that for now. Shit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yep, sure thing.
3: Is there anything Damn. in the bread bin?
0: Uh, the bread pin appears to be anchored securely to the counter uh, and is sealed shut. It's um, sealed shut
3: with screws. <laughs>
0: uh, the top of the box has a strange indented slot that looks like the letter U, but with four prongs sticking from the top
1: left side. Okay. Oh, that insult that we got from the book was fork U.
3: Yeah. Could oh, we stick a rubber fork in it, maybe?
2: Yeah, we'll try that. Like a meat fork as opposed to a normal fork which would be U-shaped.
3: It'd be four prongs at the top left corner, so could we stick a fork in the... Top corner, maybe.
2: Okay, do you want to describe how you do that?
1: Take the fork and jam it in the prong holes. And forking jam it in. <laughs>
0: okay, you you forking jam it in. You appear to have jammed the prong end of your fork um, into the prong holes. The handle sticks out and doesn't appear to. You don't appear to have fitted it into the uh, the rest of the mold.
3: Oh, something needs to be fitted into the whole thing. Okay. Maybe we should start the chicken cooking. Just yeah, that let's get the chicken anything. in the so oven, so shall we? we yeah. We debone the chicken, which, I'm not entirely sure. Oh, do sure. But we debone um, a chicken. You
0: slap it really hard. You hit a chicken really hard, all the bones fly out.
3: Cool, we do that then. Uh, get some time from the uh, rack of herbs. Yep. Put it into
1: I will ponder my existence.
3: Yep. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and we put it into hmm. the oven, but on the pressure cooker setting at 115 degrees.
2: For how long do we put it on for?
0: Uh, because this is a time-critical puzzle, time doesn't matter. But I really should have thought about that.
2: Because <laughs> I'm thinking, if it's 15 minutes, we're approaching that rather quickly.
3: <laughs> we, can, we can set a cooking and just see what happens, because you haven't got to set yeah. a timer. We can't, I haven't we can't solve the, the puzzle, guys.
2: The chicken hasn't finished cooking. <laughs> <laughs> let it rest, let it rest.
3: It's technically in two ovens, so it's getting double work.
0: You do feel the temperature is increasing in the room that you're in. You start to sweat.
3: Oh dear. Well, nothing, chicken's cooking, nothing else has happened,
0: is it? Okay, so, you, so you've put the chicken... You've the chicken, you've... Did you say you added thyme?
3: Yep, from the spice, from the rack. And
0: you, you've groups. put it in 115 degrees yep. on pressure cooker mode, you put it in the oven, and nothing happens.
2: If I add 15 sprigs of thyme to the chicken, does that give me 15 minutes, because time is time.
0: No, but that would have been pretty clever. <laughs>
1: ah, <damn. laughs>
2: is the um, oven actually on? Uh, yeah, sure.
0: Yeah, it's it's on.
2: And it's preheated for our convenience. Uh, inexplicably,
0: <laughs> the chicken's not cooking very well.
2: Oh, you okay. need to
1: add in the um, onions and stuff to
2: it.
0: Uh, you can. You've now got a very herby, very oniony bit of deboned chicken in your oven.
2: Cook at poem beat 575.
3: And it said on the invoice cooking at pressure is like five times as much, isn't it?
2: Yeah, so that makes sense. So
1: maybe what we're missing is inside the bread bin. Oh, well, we've got that screwdriver.
3: So that going to help us with you, though?
0: Mm. You take a look at the screwdriver. At The tip of it has a hex point.
1: Uh, hmm. Is there anything on the oven that requires a hex point screwdriver?
0: Um, The little one, yeah. No, nope, not at all.
2: What about the big one that we're in? It's a good question.
3: <laughs> you can answer
2: it. <laughs> can, we can we examine oven? all four walls are surrounding <laughs> us?
0: Absolutely. Uh, you see that the way you came in was probably the oven door. Um, it's opaque glass, could probably do with a bit of a clean. Uh, the two to either side of you uh, as you came in, uh, just unremarkable black and metal. The very back also directly opposite when you came in uh, has a large fan mounted in the wall. This appears to be a giant fan assisted walk in oven. Uh, it
2: spins menacingly. Does the fan by any chance have a hexagonal screw somewhere holding it in? Funnily enough, uh, it appears to be behind
0: a large metal grill, which is held in place by four hex screws. Uh, behind the blades, you can just glimpse the back of Heston's kitchen and what looks like it might be a fire exit. Oh, should we take the fan grill off, guys? Let's do it. Yeah. You unscrew the cover with a hex screwdriver. Behind it, you see the freedom of the fire exit. Unfortunately, Woo-hoo. there's a massive spinning fan in the way. Looking at the fan, you can see that the center bearing of it appears to have an indented, pitted circular
2: slot. Hmm. Just Can't circular. we just jam something in it to make it stop? Like a spoon or <laughs> or the fork? Yeah. Should we
1: get one of the one of the bits of cutlery from the cutlery drawer and jam it into the the slot?
0: Sure thing. Uh, you take um, what what bit of cutlery?
2: Um, the biggest let's... bit because they're all rubber. Oh, okay, yeah. they're all rubber. You... They might chew up. Oh, that's worth mm. a shot. Okay, you you stick.
0: Let's say, for sake of argument, um, a knife in, and it doesn't really fit into the slot. You sort of bend it around, but nothing really happens.
2: Hmm. Oh no, I'm not. But I'm not interested in the slot, Mike. Can we just literally jam it in the blaze to stop the fan the old-fashioned way?
0: Yeah, I mean, this is a giant fan-assisted oven, so it's um, several times the height of you. You jam the rubber knife in, and uh, it goes into the the bearings, and then. Bounces away Mm. Bending almost double in the process
3: So I'm thinking we need what's in the bread bin then To maybe remove Stop the fan How do we get into the bread bin Can you describe the um, Thing on the top of the bread bin again
0: Sure thing Uh, Well currently it's got uh, One of your forks um, attached to the prongs Yep uh, Sticking out straight from from, uh, beneath it
3: but if it didn't have the fork in it, what does it look like?
0: So, uh, without the fork in, it has a strange indented slot that looks like the letter U, but with four prongs sticking from the top left hand side. The fork prongs do appear to fit into it.
3: So, we just need to get something. Can we bend the handle of the fork around the U because it's rubber?
0: You absolutely can. F- you fork you. You fork. <laughs> fork you. <laughs> See?
2: See what uh... it did there? Smart. Forking fantastic.
0: <laughs> you pl- you placed your you'd fork or forked you uh, into the aperture at the top of the bread bin. You hear a click and it opens up. It's filled with an artisan pretzel, which has been twisted to form a delicious, salty sentence.
2: The time is coming.
3: The time is coming
2: the time or the time is, time is, is cumin? Uh, oh, so we, we don't need to put time in, we need to put cumin in. Cumin in.
3: How, are you showing, how, is, so. how is time spelt and how is cumin spelled, or cumin spelt?
2: Time is spelt
0: as time and... Okay, so time can, and time can I open meeting. up the oven, blow the thyme off the chicken? All, all 15 sprigs go on the floor.
1: And then Chuck we, some cumin on some there. Cumin.
0: You sprinkle some cumin on.
1: And then and whack uh, it back in. Yeah, yeah. shut the door. Set the pressure cooker temperature yep. to 115 degrees.
0: 115. Back to 115 degrees, okay. 10 minutes to go. Anything happens? Okay, so you insert the deboned chicken with cumin at 115 degrees on pressure cooker mode. The oven groans and steams as a pressure cooker is wont to do. And then the door opens. This must have been some crazy molecular gastronomy shit from Heston, because rather than a chicken, you see a large squishy biscuit with what appears to be a key at the end. Congratulations, you found the cookie.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It does still smell of chicken, though. A chicken. Delicious. Mm, Yummy. So, can we jam that key into the centre of the fan blade?
0: Absolutely. Uh, Forgoing the key end of it, you actually jam the cookie end of it into the thing. So you insert the cookie into the corresponding uh, circular and pitted slot on the fan cover and hear a little click followed by an utterly horrid shearing sound. You step backwards just as the giant fan falls off its axle and spins freely away, crashing around the kitchen and out through the side of the wall. You hear what sounds a lot like Jamie Oliver screaming. (laughs) It must have hit him. Yes. But you haven't got time for that now. It's getting hot in here. You run through the hole in the back of the oven towards the fire exit, pushing down on the little bar, setting off the fire alarms and sprinklers. You burst through the door and into the open air. The very open air. You're falling. Looking around, you see you've just fallen out of Heston Blumenthal's cookery zeppelin. And you're all minutes away. From falling on top of a busload of nuns on the M twenty five. What are nuns
2: doing on the M twenty five? They're not allowed. <laughs> Motorcycling
0: to be continued. And you solved my puzzle.
3: <laughs> <Yay>!
0: <laughs> well done, uh, folks. Bloody hell you blasted through that. Yeah, eight minutes that was good fun. Go. Nice. Elite.
1: Wait. I add, as we as we leave the the kitchen, I want to just flip Jamie Oliver the bird. Just as we as we descend,
0: sure thing. You see you see his bleeding body tumble out of the zeppelin behind you with a fan embedded in it.
1: Try and ban Twizzlers now, you son of a bitch! Shh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was great fun. Thanks, Mike.
0: Oh, thanks for thanks for doing it, chaps. You yeah you Christ yeah you 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 saw straight through everything except for you. <laughs>
1: which was a relief
2: <laughs> fucking brilliant I think, I, man fucking brilliant
1: i think having listened to to every episode so far i think i just assume now that everything is a pun or that everything has a double meaning So I'm <laughs> like, okay, how many possible combinations can i come up with with this sentence
0: but then you you guys got the um uh the time with as uh, the um the recipe haiku and the temperature straight away, you were like, oh, pressure cooking, because you did it you did it in such a weird order that it just all naturally <laughs> fell into place. So well, I, was like, I no. think that
2: was down to Laura immediately going, haiku. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
0: so uh, tune in next week to find out how everybody's going to avoid um, A, falling to death, and B, crushing some nuns to death. So thanks very much for listening. You can subscribe to us on all of your favourite apps, feeds, iTunes, and at our website, com. You can also follow us and get in touch via Facebook and Twitter at tier underscore podcast. If you've enjoyed the episode, and we really well, rather you did, um, we'd be obliged if you could please leave us a review on iTunes or Facebook. Or, of course, the streaming platform of your choice now, because there's more than iTunes and Facebook, uh, as it's a big help in reaching your audiences. Or if you're pretty sweet and cool and awesome, like all of our Patreons are, you could join that elite group of awesome people and become another patron. There's bonuses and different tiers, um, and uh, Ben and I will think of you... Briefly, passingly, before we go to bed at night. <laughs> You'll find a link to that in the episode description uh, and all the stuff that you can visit. Uh, words. Anyway, we love you lots, and we'll see you next time in the Infinite Escape Room. Bye-bye now. Bye. 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 And the clip you heard earlier was a choral song, A Valley Called the Rhonda, from the,
3: and I hope I saying this right, Triochi Male Voice Choir.